the angel showed John a great multitude. I want to read that. It's touched my heart. Uh, and one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? <clears throat> and I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, <clears throat> made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And Brother Carl explained, That's the church. That's us. Uh, we're part of that uh, great multitude. And uh, the way to get in that is to get saved, to be born again. That's the only way to get in it. And I, so that just blessed my heart. And I, I really, I really appreciate Sunday school lesson. Good to see everybody that's here this morning. Uh, we have a number of visitors, and we especially appreciate you that's come to visit us. We're glad you're here. And if you would, just stand for just a moment, and we'll have a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for what we feel this morning. Uh, thank you, God, for letting us have the fellowship that we've already had this morning, uh, uh, just uh, speaking and talking to different ones and seeing different ones that's come in. We're thankful for every person that's here this morning, God. Thank you for allowing us to be here and helping us to come. Uh, thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit. We pray for this service. That, uh, God, we just continue to move in that spirit and humble our hearts and worship you in spirit and in truth. Help us, God, uh, to be what you'd have us to be today in your service. We'd ask these things in Jesus' precious name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to the choir. Right. Page 159.
We're thankful to be here this morning. Uh, we're thankful for that choir singing. Um, we were Lee DeWitt called just a few minutes before church started. His live stream had went down, and uh, I helped him get it set up. So we were out in the fellowship hall trying to get it working, and you could just hear the choir singing all throughout the church. Uh, just radiated all the way down to that kitchen where I was working, and uh, I felt the Lord just sitting there working on his live stream. So I'm thankful for our choir this morning. We'll ask at this time, if you will, please stand to your feet. Does anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Hands all over the house. Really remember those. Thankful for a church that has burdens. Does anybody have a spoken prayer request? I'd like to thank the church for praying for my brother. Yep. Um, he's feeling much better. Uh, he's still got some uh, lifestyle changes to make, but he was supposed to go home today, so um, he was really thankful for everyone. I also keep praying for Brother Roy and Brother Louie and Sister Linda. Yeah, remember those. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, remember Mike. Yeah. Anybody else have a prayer request on your heart? Before we go to the Lord in prayer. Good. Appreciate that. Nobody else has anything. We'll ask Andrew Martin. Lead us in prayer. Oh, you 
In our Sunday school class this morning, we were uh, talking about kind of a little bit of a history of what we believe and why we believe that way. And we were talking about a history of our church and uh, how the founding members of our church really labored hard to build the, what we have today and how thankful we are for that. And we started looking through the 18 articles of faith and um, came across this, uh, the first chapter of the f- first Peter. And uh, some of you uh, who are in Sunday school with me will probably laugh, but I was really, really excited about this first chapter of 1 Peter. It's just been on my heart, but um, I'm going to read just a few verses. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And I just love that lively hope. Uh, My hope is alive today. Jesus is alive today, and he's the hope that I have for the future. Uh, It's just, it's been good to be here. I appreciate everything that's been done so far, and uh, I'm excited to see what God has in store for us today. So if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart, we'd sure appreciate it. Let's pray for him, church. Appreciate being here this morning and everything that's been done and said, what we already felt. I appreciate our church everything it stands for has been such a help to me. Uh, real pray for me. I sing this song. You know, it's about the only one I sing, singing, but pray for me. I'll do my best. Lord, I don't want to do one thing on my own. Put me where you want me, Lord, where I belong. Give me the strength to do thy perfect will. When I'm in the lowest valley, I can climb the highest hill. Lord, I want to be what you want me to be. Lord, I want to do the things you want me to do. And Lord, I want to stay in the center of thy will. 
When I'm in the lowest valley, I can climb the highest hill. This world gets more wicked every day. People's hearts have grown cold, forgotten how to pray. But if I live to be a hundred, I'll keep holding to his hand. Till you come, take me home to that promised land. Lord, I want to be what you want me to be. Lord, I want to do the thing you want me to do. Lord, I want to stay in the center of that wheel. When I'm in the lowest valley, I can't climb highest here. Surely appreciate that song. Feels like for the last few weeks, uh, I think I said this last Sunday, but it seems like the last few weeks, uh, God's really been focusing my attention on how good he's been. He's taken my mind off of the valleys and let me focus on the mountaintop. And uh, what's amazing to me is that even through the roughest storms, I can still say I'm on the mountaintop. And how that can be, I have no idea except for the Lord. But uh, we sing that song, God is still good. And the kids sing that song, God is so good this morning. I just feel so excited about how good our God is today. Uh, anybody else have a song or a testimony on your heart before we turn it over to our pastor? Let's pray for him, church. Seemed like I had something to say before I got up here, and, and uh, boy, I get up here and get so nervous, and because uh, I don't want to mess up for the Lord. Sometimes I feel, uh, and uh, this is all the time, I'm not worthy to do something for the Lord. Sometimes I wonder why in the world would you give me something to do for you? And I think back to when I was lost, and even then I thought, Lord, there's no, there's nothing in me that you would want to save. Why would you want to save me? And maybe you're here this morning and that's you. And uh, so you pray for us. The song says, I'm going to a city. And I am. I'm going to a city. And I'm so happy about it. I like what Jeremy said. It's that lively hope. It's alive this morning. I'm happy about it. Um, one of the things this song says, it says, uh, let us pray for those lost sinners as we've never prayed before. <laughs> Seems like there's lost folks on my mind here, Bill. And it seems like I've been praying like I've never prayed before. But I just, want, I just want you to move for the Lord. The church wants you to move for the Lord. The devil don't want you to move for the Lord. The devil wants you to run 
The devil wants you to never come back. So you pray for us this morning. If God's calling you, please let him, let him, let him in your heart this morning.
thankful for that song. I feel like now would be a good time. We'll turn it over to our pastor. Pray very hard, church. Thank the Lord. Good to be here this morning. I appreciate uh, everything that's been done and said. I had good uh, Sunday school this morning. Uh, Good choir singing. Good special singing. Good opening up. The Lord's here. That's what makes it good. And uh, glad to have everybody here, every visitor. Glad to have you. Welcome. And I want everybody to really pray. I want to start reading this morning in the book of uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 13. And then we'll probably uh, read some back in the 23rd chapter of the book of Proverbs. So I want you to really, really pray this morning. And uh, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, we'll start reading at verse 4. And again, I need your prayers this morning, and I have a great burden uh, on my heart this morning, and I'm not complaining about that. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad God's given me a burden, and I can feel it in my heart. And uh, so I'd like to see somebody get saved this morning. And if you're here today and you've been saved, if you're not uh, just where God wants you to be, I'd like to see you get there this morning. And Satan will tell you, uh, if you're lost, he'll tell you you can't get saved. He said, you just can't do it. You just... Not like Satan's a liar. Also, if you've been saved and you've gotten out of fellowship with God, uh, Satan will tell you you can't get back in. Uh, you can't manage it. It won't work. He told me that when I've been out of fellowship before. And, uh, but he's a liar again. And uh, if you just obey God uh, and you follow God, things work out so good. But here in the 13th chapter of 2 Corinthians, starting in verse 4, For though he, and of course that's talking about Jesus Christ, for though he was crucified through weakness, yet he liveth by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Now listen to this next verse especially. Examine yourselves. That's what text I want to use this morning. Examine yourselves. But listen how it reads. Examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not yourselves how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. A reprobate, somebody's uh, turned him away. Uh, Somebody's went down the wrong path, just said no. I'm telling you today, if you are lost and without God, you can get saved. Uh, But it takes uh, coming to the Lord. And so that's what I want to preach about. Examine yourselves uh, whether uh, you be in the faith. Now, I want to look back at uh, uh, into the 23rd chapter of Proverbs. And uh, some of this uh, first reading uh, will remind you of a message I preached, if you heard it probably, uh, about a month and a half or or two months ago. I, I preached a message, Contend for the Faith. And now back here, I'd already read, examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. And so uh, over here in Proverbs then, uh, starting at verse 26, uh, chapter 23, verse 26 in Proverbs. uh, My son, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. For a whore is a deep ditch and a strange woman is a narrow pit. She also lieth in wait as for a prey and... Increases the transgressors among men. And then listen, it, 
It almost sounds like it's uh, changing topics, but they tie together. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath uh, contentions? Who hath babblings? Who hath wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? And the answer is, they that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine, look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup. When it moveth itself aright, at the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. And so uh, probably some of you remember, I hope you do, uh, the message that I preached about contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And we preached about God in the book of Genesis. The uh, Bible says God created man. Of course, we know his name was Adam. Uh, God created woman. We know God uh, called her Eve or Adam called her Eve. God let him call her Eve. And uh, we preached there that, uh, that there's only one sexual relationship that's appropriate in the sight of God. That's when a man and a woman whom God has created are joined together in the bond of marriage in the presence of God. Everything outside of that uh, comes under the term adultery or fornication. And so there's not only a natural adultery, but there's a spiritual adultery. If you uh, are not faithful to God in your life, you're committing a spiritual adultery. And that's why when it says down here, when it says, and it talks about this, that a whore is a deep ditch and a, a strange woman is a narrow pit. Uh, I want you to know we need to examine ourselves uh, to see whether we are in the faith. And uh, this is important down here. Uh, I, I really, God impressed me a while back. I need uh, to preach on this sometime. I didn't know it would be this morning, but uh, God's put it on my heart this morning. Down here in verse 29, it says, Who hath woe, who hath sorrow, who hath contentions, who hath babblings, who hath wounds without cause, who hath redness of eyes? Then it answered, They that tarry long into wine, and they that go to seek mixed wine. Uh, I'll, t I'll share a little experience uh, a few years ago or many years ago, uh, back in my remembrance anyway, I was teaching a class uh, much like uh, Jeremy is teaching right now, and I appreciate him teaching that class on doctrine. And I would take just a moment to say, if you just recently got saved or you just recently got baptized or you just recently joined the church or, or if you're just uh, curious and interested in the doctrine of the church, uh, I'd like to invite you to Jeremy's class over in that room on Sunday morning while Sunday school is going on. That's a real important class. But anyway, this class I was trying to teach, I was teaching and I was teaching that we ought not uh, drink any kind of alcoholic beverage. And uh, there was a, a person that asked the question, said, uh, are you sure that's right? And I said, yes, I'm sure. And, and the person said, well, said, I, I think it's okay uh, if you have a, a little drink as long as you don't get drunk. And so I said, well, let me share some scriptures with you. And I first started uh, in the, the 20th chapter of the book of Proverbs. Wine is a, a mocker. Strong drink is raging. Whoever is deceived thereby is not wise. And then I moved down here uh, to where it says, Who hath woe, who hath sorrow, who hath contention, who hath babbling, who hath wounds without cause, who hath redness of eyes. Uh, and then it says, They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine. And, and the person I was talking to said, That's just talking about being drunk. 
That's not talking about having a little dinner wine. That's not talking about uh, just uh, drinking a beer to celebrate a little bit. Said, That's talking about being drunk. I said, well, it does start out talking about being drunk, but listen to this. Look not thou upon the wine when it's red. This is talking about when it's fermented, when it's got alcohol in it. See, in the Bible, the word wine was used uh, to mean grape juice or it could mean fermented. And so when it talks about here, look not thou on the wine when it's red, when it giveth its color to the cup, when it moveth itself aright. Uh, my friend, listen, uh, you can even uh, look this up on the internet if you want to. Uh, I was sure of this, but I just looked it up out of curiosity. Uh, talking about uh, when uh, grape juice is being fermented, it said bubbles will move in, in the grape juice and said uh, even when the grapes are in there, even when the fermentation process is taking place, even little particles of grapes uh, will be thrown around from side to side in whatever kind of container it is. It's, it's talking about moving itself aright in the cup. And, and so, listen, uh, get, let's get this again. I need, uh, not for some reason, I, I really need uh, to stress this. In the world that we live in today, uh, uh, people and, and even uh, churches, I'm told, uh, are becoming uh, kind of compromising on this and that and the other. I'm telling you what, uh, the Word of God uh, uh, cannot be compromised on. Uh, well, it needs to be line on line. It needs to be precept on precept. Uh, we need to stand fast and hold fast. Uh, we need to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And so when it's talking about, when it says here, it tells all about uh, this drunken uh, situation, uh, but it said, look not down the wine when it's red. What he's saying to you is, uh, uh, don't start out uh, uh, with this thing at all. If you never take a sip, uh, you'll never get drunk. Uh, if you never start drinking, uh, you'll never be an alcoholic. Uh, stay away from it. Uh, God's given it. Uh, when it talks about strong drinkers raging, uh, wine is a deceiver. Don't be deceived by it. And, and so... Uh, listen, uh, stay away uh, uh, from immoral sexual activities. Uh, stay away uh, uh, from drunkenness. Uh, stay away uh, from wine. And, and we could say about the immoral sexual activities, uh, don't head down that road, uh, and then you won't fall in that ditch. Uh, uh, stay away from alcohol. Uh, uh, you won't get in that problem. Uh, but now, uh, let me uh, go to some other things here. I needed to get that to start with. But examine yourselves, uh, whether you be in the faith. Uh, are you really saved by the grace of God? Uh, Oh, preacher, I go to church. I've talked to people along the way, and they'd say, well, I've been in church all my life. I was raised by a good mom and a good daddy. I could say that. I went to church all my life, as long as I can remember. But I was still lost before I got saved. Uh, the old devil said, well, you're okay. Uh, your daddy's a deacon. Your mommy's a good woman. Uh, your grandma and grandpa went to church. I'm telling you what, those things are, are, are great blessings. Those things are great treasures. Uh, but if I didn't get saved, I'd die and go to hell. And so examine uh, yourself, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own self. Uh, uh, let me uh, tell you a story about a lady one time that I was her pastor. and uh, She had trouble staying in church. Uh, she'd come and she'd uh, renew up supposedly. And she She'd come to church a little while, and then she'd get out. And, and one Sunday morning, uh, she came to the altar, and I thought, well, she's going to renew up again this morning. Uh, of course, I was glad to see her come, uh, but she come. And, and after we prayed with her, I said, uh, would you like to say anything? Uh, she said, yeah. Uh, she said, I, I know this is going to shock everybody, but she said, I just got saved this morning. 
and tears begin to run down and the church begin to shout. She said, I've been so much trouble and it's been so hard for me to stay in church. She said, the reason it was hard for me to stay in church, I wasn't in church to start with. She said, she said and let me tell you about this. I need to go into it in a little detail. She said, I would hear people talk about how they felt the Lord so strong down inside. She said, I would hear people testify. How about when they got saved, that their burdens all left and that load left. She said, I thought they were just exaggerating. She said, I thought they were just telling it from their point of view. She said, but I found out. She said, when I began to really question and really examine myself, when I really began to look into where I was at, she said, I didn't have the things that other people was talking about. And she said, I began to pray. And I said, God, am I really saved? And she said, God burdened my heart to come and ask to get saved. And she said, what I've got this morning, I never had before. Now I know people were telling the truth when they said they could feel it inside. Now I know that, that, that people were telling the truth uh, when they said uh, that uh, God removed that great weight from them and took it away. She said, now I've got it. Uh, and boy, I'm telling you what, uh, praise God. Uh, you can belong to Lima Missionary Baptist Church. You can be baptized by Terry Brock. If you're not saved, you'll still die and go to hell. Uh, it takes being born again. And so uh, I know uh, we say uh, we take people upon the profession of their faith. Sometimes uh, people just get confused. Let me tell you what, if you're here this morning, even if you belong to this church or a church, uh, make sure, examine yourself, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own self. You're the one that's got to find out for yourself. I can't tell you if you're saved or not. Uh, but listen, uh, you need to prove your own self. Find out where you're at. Find out where you stand. Uh, and listen, uh, the Bible talks about this. Uh, let me see if I can find the verse. Uh, maybe, well, I don't think I can find it. But uh, uh, listen, I'll just kind of paraphrase it. It talks about it's time uh, to awake out of sleep. Because the time is far spent. Time's running out. It's time to wake up and get with it. We need to examine ourselves. We need to get on fire for God. If we're really saved by the grace of God, we need to live for Jesus. We need to let our light shine. Even if the world speaks against us, we need to stand against sin. You know, there's a lot of sins that if you stand against in this day and age, if you say, I don't believe in that, uh, people say you're a hater. Uh, I'm telling you what, standing against sin is not being a hater. That's being a lover uh, because God stands against sin and he loves all of us. And the church stands against sin. And we as God's children, as individuals, we need to hold up the old bloodstained banner. We need to stand against sin and we need to love everybody. Uh, God loves everybody. But I'll tell you what, uh, we need have to stand for the truth the precious lamb of God died that we could live listen if you have sin in your life God wants to bless you he wants to forgive you because he loves you uh, Jesus died for a wretch like me let me read this back here again a little bit when it says examine yourselves whether you be in the faith prove your own self know ye not your own self how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobates you need to find that well let me preach a little to us that have been saved. Uh, examine yourself. I'll tell you what, there's been times in my life since I've been saved. Uh, I remember one time I was sitting on the front row and the church would rejoice. Sometimes they would shout. Sometimes they'd praise God. And it wasn't getting to me. 
I began to say, well, what's going on here? What's wrong? What was wrong with me? My heart wasn't right. When you get your heart right, God will bless you. When you get your heart right, God will help you. When you get your heart right, God will forgive you. That's how you get your heart right. If you're not in fellowship with God, get in fellowship. Well, I just can't right now. I'm telling you what, we've got all kinds of excuses. The devil will give you a whole bunch of excuses. But if you want to serve God, now's the acceptable time. It's time to put the world behind you. It's time to put sin behind you. It's time to take a stand for the glory of God. If, you, if you're not saved, examine yourself and see and come and get saved. If you are saved, uh, take uh, your place in the grand old church. Uh, stand on the firing line. Uh, be willing uh, to take shots from the world in the name of Jesus. Uh, after all, uh, he, uh, he took a cross. He was nailed to the old rugged cross. He took a cross uh, for me and you. Uh, he died for me and I wasn't worthy. We need to take our stand. Uh, well, preacher, you just don't understand. Uh, I may not, but God does. Uh, it's time. We put everything behind us and aside from us except looking toward Jesus, taking our stand. Let's stand this morning. If you need to get saved and God's calling you, come to the altar. God will bless you this morning. If you're here this morning, if you're here this morning and you've been saved but you're not living for God, let me beg of you, let me beg you, please come examine yourself and find out where you stand and get in. The church needs you. God needs you. Your friends and loved ones need you. And you need to be in while we sing this morning. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Let God have his way. Kneel at the cross. Obey the Lord. Obey the master this morning. Please come. Please come. If God's calling you, please come. I believe somebody needs to come. I don't know who. But I know what God gave me to preach. It's in the book. We need to stand for the word of God. Obey the Lord. May God bless you this morning. I'm going to ask him to sing again in just a minute, but I want to extend this invitation. If you're here this morning and you know you've been saved by God's grace and God's laid on your heart to join this church, I want to wholeheartedly extend that invitation to you this morning and whatever your situation is whatever your need is and God's laid this on my heart I'm going to come stand down here in the front now if you need to come and pray come and pray if you need to join the church come join church but if you've got a burden and there's a situation that God's dealing with you and and for whatever reason uh, if you don't come to the altar to pray would you take this step would you just come Give your hand and go back to your seat saying, pray for me while we sing. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord this morning. 
please obey. Please come. If God's calling, please come. If God's moving, please follow his movement. Please obey the Lord. Please let God have his way. God's here. I can feel him. God's calling. I can feel it. But your choice is yours. Examine yourself. Prove yourselves to you. You're the one that has to know. Would you come? Would you come this morning? Please come. Would you just honor God enough to believe that God knows more about this than we do? Sometimes when God's called on me to move, I'd say, oh, I don't think I can. And God would say to me, obey me. Follow me. Do what I tell you. I'll bless you. Put me first. We need to put God before we put ourselves. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord this morning. appreciate those good songs. I appreciate your wonderful attention and your heartfelt prayers this morning. I think I went maybe as far as I need to go right now. As far as I know, uh, God may give me another impression, but right now I'm at a pause. Anything on anybody's heart uh, before we come to a close? Glad to have everybody this morning. Appreciate you being here. I want you to pray right out of the depths of your heart. For this service, pray for tonight's service. Uh, next Sunday night, there might be a young preacher named Quentin Graves with us. And uh, I've talked to him. He's a good young preacher from Smyrna Missionary Baptist Church down by Louisville. And a uh, fine young man. And he said if he can get freed up, he's going to try to be with us next Sunday night. Not tonight, but the next Sunday night. So really pray for him. I hope he gets to come. Good young man. And, uh, okay. Nothing else on anybody's heart. Amen. 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 They stood for the same thing we stand for today. Amen. That's true. The Lord is, is the Lord will bless you for it, but boy, to stand for the Lord when the world's against you, and uh, you know, it goes out online. If you think about it, we it goes out online. People can hear the truth today. Amen. And, and it's a scary thing for a man. Yeah, it is. Uh, I just want to say, I, I, I just, I carry. I don't know what else to say, but this time. That's all right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I hope everybody listened, and I hope it yeah. helped somebody. It helped me. I appreciate it. Amen. Thank, thank the Lord for those comments. I appreciate Brother Neil very much. Anybody else? If not, then we'll just let Brother Neil pray dismissal. Lord, just how much you need to do, Lord. We're just so thankful for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen.